the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, everyone, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. My column this week is on the capitalization of black introduced in July by Associated Press, whose manual of style is what directs journalists and authors uh, to in how to... Uh, it's not mandatory, but people follow the generally follow the AP Associated Press manual of style, and the the reasoning that they give. <laughs> if I were to read it to you, you would realize the the corruption of everything. In fact, I will read it to you. Uh, AP changes writing style to capitalize B in black. So let's see. No, one second. That's the story of it. Here is the here is the reasoning. I hope that this is the. the... Yes, you ready? Here it is. The, the, this is now. Remember. So, for example, the the AP style. Where do you put a quotation mark? Is it after the period in a sentence or before? What when is it before? When is it after? So it has it. It's useful uh, in having a standardized mode of writing English. So this is July twentieth, twenty twenty, from the AP explaining AP style on black and white. AP style is now to capitalize black in a racial, ethnic, or cultural sense conveying an essential and shared sense of history, identity, and community among people who identify as black, including those in the African diaspora and within Africa. The lowercase black is a color, not a person. AP style will continue to lowercase the term white in racial, ethnic, and cultural senses. God, you know, good, Sean. I want you to know that your bewildered look was actually helpful to me. Well, it's not even separate and not equal. That's true. It's moronic. Do you do you understand that we are led by people with no commitment to truth? We will manipulate the English language because we want to show you how sensitive we are to black people. The, the, uh, every time I see black capitalized, I know that I have met a member of the herd, people who follow what others do because they don't want to stick out, which is the human condition. The nail that sticks out is 
uh, is hammered back in, and people don't want to be hammered back in. That's a very, very famous phrase I'm told in Japan. The nail that sticks out is hammered in. So th- there's a certain amount of um, social, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not assimilation, but uh, consistency in people's behavior. Commonality in people's behavior. They won't deep so... This will really. This I learned yesterday from my syndicator, who edits my one of whose one of whose editors sends my column out each week, and it's sent out Monday night, so it's up there today on this subject. You, according to AP, you cannot say a black. Did you, you didn't know this? I'm sure. So, for example, you can't say. Uh, I um, I was speaking to a black the other day, and he said, "Can't say that." You you know what you're supposed to say? Try guess. A black person. Interesting, no? So to to show you how all of this is uh, a a dismissal of blacks as as normal they must be treated differently than all others would you say i'm yesterday i spoke to a canadian person i spoke to an american person i spoke to a white person why does it have to be a black person because the left has contempt for blacks it's so obvious that I, I feel almost foolish stating the obvious. Why isn't it clear to you? If you are black, do you understand the contempt with which you are held by the entire left? You are used. You're useful idiots for the, for the left's attempt to take over power. That's all you are. A black person, you can't say a black, but you could say a white, an American, a Canadian. Why can't you say a black The whole and the whole premise is wrong. Why? Why do they capitalize it? Because it conveys a, an essential and shared sense of history, identity, and community among people who identify as black. What does that even mean? Identify as black? You mean it's not an objective reality? Do you do, do you identify as white? Do you identify? If it is a matter of identifying, then these whites who say they're black are fine, right? Why are they considered frauds? Those who identify as black. <laughs> I mean, where does that end? What do, do you... I, well, it has already been, it's already begun in the sexual arena, right? Those who identify as male, those who identify as female, those who identify as black. I guess white, though, is, is a given. You, there's no such thing as identify as white. A shared sense of history, identity, and community. That's, that is white leftist. Uh, ignorance of of uh, the the world of blacks. 
this is not white fragility. Well, the S and M is an odd sense. It's actually whites believing in black fragility. That's what it really is. There's a shared sense of history, identity, and community among people who identify as black. You should see the Prager University video this week from a woman from Cameroon, West Africa. Now she'll be on uh, this hour. It's perfect, perfect. Did where did did my my wife tell me she got twenty marital or did you tell me? I I, can, I confuse my spouses. You, you told me that. I don't know if it was twenty. But she got a, a whole bunch of of marriage marriage proposals. Yeah. I, I I makes sense to me. That I I love that that you know I'm I'm so so pro marriage I think it's awesome I got to ask her about that so I'm sure I'm sure she'll be a little embarrassed. <laughs> Where does she live? Washington D.C. Washington, D.C. All right, so she'll be on at uh, what do we say at the bottom of the hour? I like to talk radio talk. I think everybody else says thirty, but we say the bottom of the hour. So what exactly, there's a shared sense of history, identity, and community among people who identify as black? Really? So what does a black who grows up in the Bronx have in common with a black who grows up in Congo? Nothing. They have as much in common as I do. Or, let no, 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 as I do with the person growing up in Congo. I have a lot more in common with the person growing up in the Bronx. Or let's put it this way, a black American has a lot more in common with a white American than with a black African. That's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's just a fact. We speak the same language. We have the same same cultural experiences to a large extent. I mean, to the extent that anybody is shaped by their environment, as we all are, we share a similar environment. Not the same. I don't have the same environment as my producer. Nobody has identical environments. But still, if you're uh, raised in America, you have more in common with another American of any race than you do with uh, somebody uh, uh, on another continent in most cases. So they make this stuff up about blacks. Next. The lowercase black is a color, not a person. But the lowercase white is a person. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Eight hundred five hundred eighty-three eighty-four. 
All right, everybody. All right. You'll kick yourself later, and it's horrible when you kick yourself. Because when you tell somebody, hey, why are you limping? I, I got hurt. How'd you get hurt? I kicked myself. Why'd you kick yourself? Because I didn't call Andrew and Todd when I could have. Triple eight, triple eight, eleven seventy two. Andrew and Todd dot com. Dennis Prager here. Zinthia in Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, Zinthia. Hello, Dennis. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So I was calling because you were saying, and I'm going to clarify first that when you tell someone that you spoke to someone, we'll say, like you said, I spoke to a Canadian. Right. Usually you don't have to say Canadian person. Right. But most people don't say, I spoke to a white. And and so usually you do say, I was speaking to a white woman. I was speaking to a black man. I was speaking to a... Now, I totally disagree with the capitalization of the, the, of the word black. First of all, none of us are actually black. <laughs> that just bothers me. Um, but when you say the complaint that saying black person is an issue. I don't think it is because that's just how we speak. I was reacting to the capitalization of black and then adding person. There's no capitalized group that you add person. So they can't have it both ways. I see. I was confused. No, no, no. You're, you're actually quite clear. I I mean it. Uh, I, I, I think you, uh, you raised a perfectly legitimate issue. I did not make it clear myself, so I, I, kudos to you. Let me ask you one more question. Mm-hmm. Your your name is Zinthia? Is that with a Z? Yes. Or as they yes. say in Canada, Z? Yes. <laughs> so is that a common name? No. Are you all. Are you the only Zinthia? <laughs> uh, I think... Um, so I think I've met or I've spoken to someone who knows one other one. My mom claims, my parents claim that they named me after one of their high school friends whom I've never met. I never hear stories. Somewhat of, like so Mr. Sure. Snuffleupagus. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I like you too. That's why I listen to you. <laughs> what, what, what color are you? I am black. So what do you think of this... Uh, notion who identify as black does that does that make sense to you and i I mean it seriously um no it does not um i could see if you're biracial i could see you um saying that you 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 feel more commonly my daughter is biracial um she doesn't identify as either um she identifies as a person um but i can see if you were biracial or a mixed mixed race culturally you might lean more towards one ethnicity than the other one but to identify, that doesn't make any sense. I also understand the identifying as a gender. Um, you, your gender is what it is. Um, you may feel. All right. So let me ask you a question. Other. Why are you so healthy? Um, because my parents raised me right. I don't know. No, that might be. That, that <laughs> might. Uh, I, and it sounds like your daughter is healthy. Yes. Yeah. How many children yes. do you have? Uh, we only have one. Are you still married? Yes. You happily married? Of course. 
are you like running for healthy person of the year? There is a contest in Georgia. Okay, well, I need to sign up because I didn't know the contest was going on. She's great. Is she not great? You want to sit in for me one day? I would love, actually, I would love to. That would be fantastic. <laughs> hey, you know what? I want to tell you something. I, uh, when this, the, when this uh, lockdown is over and I get to speak again in Atlanta, you must come to the talk. And uh, I, I, you are now on my bucket list of people to meet. Oh, thank you. The last time you were here, um, I was actually trying to get tickets. And for whatever, I think some, something came up with family or something, and I couldn't make it. And I was so disappointed. But absolutely, the next time you're in town, I definitely will be there. Oh, bless you. That was truly, uh, truly a charming human being. You know, I ought to, ought to write a, a fun essay, The World is Divided Between. You know how often I say that, right? The world is divided between, you know, drama queens and stable people. The world is divided between complainers and non-complainers, happy and unhappy, moody and non-moody. So uh, it's just uh, also the healthy, the healthy issue is a big one. All right, that was special. Uh, let's go to uh, Karen in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hi. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Okay, thank you. So I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and um, I'm thankful for what you do and other voices like you in the media. I really greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, I generally, I love listening to you. I generally agree with everything that you say. But sometimes when I hear you say black with an S at the end or black, it makes me cringe. Like I, I kind of, I'm like, oh, I wish he didn't say that. What, what would you and wish I, I had said? A black person. And, and I'm not really sure why. I don't know why it doesn't sound right. But Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer Jew or Jewish person? Well, I am Jewish. Okay, great, perfect. And it's actually I, better that you are. What do you prefer? Uh, so, it's funny. Other people, Gentiles, I wish that they would say Jewish person, but if it's a fellow Jew, then Jew doesn't doesn't bother me so much. Okay, like in my so, household, you, so if I'm talking, so it's if an I emo- say, oh yeah, I was in the supermarket and I ran into a Jew, that would be okay with me. But if if a Gentile said that, that eh, that would rub me the wrong way. Okay, so look. That's why I asked the question, I, I, and I salute your honesty. So it's an emotional reaction, and, and I, you know, I don't, I don't, I just want to say that. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. It is a real delight to speak to this next individual. She has the latest Prager U video up. It's got three thousand comments. On uh, on YouTube, and uh, it's uh, it's a lot for one day. Yeah, three thousand comments in one day. Yeah, I would say so. And uh, she is Nestride Yumga. She's originally from Cameroon. She's immigrated to the U.S. The U.S. is lucky to have her. And her video is "I Love America Too Much to Stay Silent." And uh, Nestride. It is a, a delight to meet you. It's my pleasure to be your guest today, Dennis. I'm happy to be here. 
Wonderful. So are you happy with the video and the reception? Um, I am more happy that I was able to connect to Americans and, and remind them of, of the treasure we have as of the country. Wow, that's beautiful. You know, uh, but just as a matter of interest, uh, both Alan Estrin and I were in Cameroon, and so it, you know, you're you're not a you're not a stranger in that sense. Cameroon is not just a name to us; we we have been there. Did you? When did you want to come to America? At what age? Wow. <laughs> Well, first of all, I would start by saying that um, I grew up in very tough um, conditions. Um, you know, there's always the need for an escape. That has always been a permanent need for an escape. Um, there is one, one, America, you know, is the country everybody on the world knows about. Them. I, don't, I don't know when I realized a place in the world called America um, existed, but I knew about America and um there's one, one, one lady in America who inspired my childhood growing up. <laughs> Her name was, 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 she's Condoleezza Rice. Hmm. She, don't get me wrong, I was very young. I didn't know about, I didn't know much about politics. I didn't know about Republican, Democrat. I didn't know about, all I knew was just a very, very strong woman in America who inspires me and don't even ask me how, but she inspired me a lot. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the, in the midst of, of, of the, the feminine, you know, uh, search for the escape, you know, she, 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 there was hope. There was some kind of hope and there were a few situations, you know, which triggered the, okay, this is it. It's either you you find an escape, or yeah, you 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 stay here and, and, and rot. That was it's a permanent. It was a permanent, you know, it's a permanent um, search for for an escape. Right. Wonderful. Well, as I said, thank God you're here. You are uh, an asset to the United States. How do you explain? In your mind, mm-hmm. how do you explain the the hatred, even, of America among so many Americans? Oh. Quite frankly, I, I, I truly want to be as respectful as I, I, uh, as I can be, because... Um, as an American, I value all my federal, you know, citizens. But I, I firmly believe it's it's an absence of of uh, it's an absence of compare of of of, of ex- other o- o- other experiences. It's an absence of of you know. Sometimes even maturity. It's an absence of appreciation, and and sometimes I I want to say maybe it's because they haven't had the the chance to see what happens in in other parts of the world. And sometimes I even that's just me and my and my thoughts when I when I see some of these the situations. I feel like 
I would be glad to someday organize a field trip to, to different parts. And when I say different parts, I'm not talking about those that are necessarily known for uh, the most dangerous, but just the average places in the world and have them, them see what what people outside of America go through and, and, and realize what, what, what we have as a country. And, and don't get me wrong here, Dennis. I'm not saying that we, we are perfect. There's, there's room for improvement. Okay, There's definitely room for improvement. But if we need to, if, if we do not appreciate what we have, we're not going to move forward. We're going to destroy what we already That's have. That's right. Hold on there, would you? Nestride Yunga's video on why she loves America uh, as an immigrant from Africa is up at the PragerU. I thought her answer was very intelligent. Uh, we found her on, on YouTube where she was... Uh, reading the riot act to the rioters which is an incredibly courageous thing and i love courage it's the best of all the human qualities you 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 have it by the way i yeah i don't want to embarrass you but i hear there are quite a number of marriage proposals have come in <laughs> <laughs> I, I love your laughter <laughs> Of course, it, 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 I don't, I don't really, it makes don't sense. Really know the people. <laughs> it, no, it makes perfect sense. Do you want to get married eventually? Absolutely. I think marriage is a precious, you know, institution. It's, it's, it's a divine institution, which which makes it uh, a, a sacred place to raise children. I think absolutely. Okay, so uh, if I were you, I'd look into them. <laughs> the people, at least. You know one thing, the people watching you and making proposals obviously share your values. So that that that's, you know, it's not enough, but it's certainly necessary. Anyway, I just thought I'd report that. I, it makes perfect sense to me because you're, you're courageous, you're beautiful, you're intelligent, you've got everything going for you. So uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a joy to, to have you in our lives. So your answer which you took time to develop was so important. I asked you mm-hmm. because you do appreciate America. How do you, how do you, how do you explain in your mind mm-hmm. uh, all the people here who hate it? Mm-hmm. And so w- the absence of comparison is is mm-hmm. the biggest answer. You're in, I believe that is correct, and that mm-hmm. they're childish. Mm-hmm. I've, I have said immaturity is a characteristic mm-hmm. of the left. They think mm-hmm. like children. Uh, you're not perfect, so you're, it's like a child with a parent. Oh, my parent isn't perfect, so they're awful. And, and also, this um, then is just 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 to be um, to be fair here. I, I don't. This is not anything I, I am politicizing. This is this is me talking about my experience, doing my research. In, in being objective here, I'm not even trying to win left or right here. I'm, I'm, I'm no, you don't have to. I'll do. I'll do it. Uh, it's okay. You don't have to. I, I'm not asking you to politicize, but the, I mean, but it's just a fact. The people who hate America are on the left, not on the right. I mean, it's just that's the way it is. I, I, I it wasn't always that way. The uh, liberals loved America as much as conservatives, but things have changed before you came here so yeah, I, go on go on i would say and, and i stand by the comments uh, they need to, to to get out of america they need to to travel and don't get me wrong sometimes i don't even mean going to developing country 
in developing countries, even in some some developed countries, still see how how you know how the developed countries treat either immigrants, either treat you know sometimes their own. I hate to say, it, okay, if you look at you know key indicators of, of standards of living for some of the developing countries, they don't they're nowhere close to to those of America. They need to get out of America. When I say get out, I don't mean going to stay at five stars or hotels or resorts. No, get into the yes, the exactly. Of these people. I, I I know. I, I God, look, I've been I've been so many places. I I so understand. I've been to 130 countries, and mm-hmm. and so I've been I have been abroad every year of my life except 2020. This is the first well, year since I'm 18 years old. That I did not wow. go outside of America. Obviously, so I can't. I, guess, I can't. Yeah. I was just going to say, I guess no surprise that you 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 easily figured figured this out. What was that? I'm sorry. I said no surprise that you you figured this out. Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. I would come home and I would sort of kiss the ground when I arrived in America. How lucky I am to have this little blue or gray passport, as it was one time. You have, let me, let me tell you a short story here, Dennis. I hope you have a, a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So, when I moved here, um, you know, before you become American, I, I obtained a citizenship by, by serving this country. I wanted to give back. I want to give everything I have back to this country. I have no idea. So, I, 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 in the process of looking for a way to just give everything I possibly could back to this country, I decided to join the, the, the U.S. Air Force. That is how I obtained my, my citizenship. But before you actually become a citizen, you have this, this passport, this Cameroonian passport, which is, which is green. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, so before then, when you, when I traveled with that, with a green passport, I mean, you order at every airport, even international, you're treated as a, you know, as a second class individual. But the first time I traveled with my blue American passport, I was, I was confused. I was like, wow, people are, some, for some reason, very nice to me. Like, people treated me with so much respect. And, and, and it, it was a whole, completely different travel experience. Mm. And, and, also, and you, you need to experience those things. Yeah, that I haven't. I've never had another passport. That, that, I'm telling well, you, let, me ask you the, let me ask you the big mm-hmm. question. Forgive me. Because sure. I, I really want to... Do you experience racism on on any regular basis? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, Dennis. If I if I stand here and and say that I have experienced racism in this country on a regular basis, that would be a uh, now, now, I'm searching now, now. Maybe I'm just blind to what racism is. Maybe I'm just ignorant when it comes to what racism is. Maybe, who knows? But I have never felt, you know, the pressure treatment or the perception of being treated differently because of the color of my skin. And don't get me wrong, I'm not necessarily saying that people have always been nice to me. But when, whenever uh, people do not treat me well, 
It was not the racial issue. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here. Nestride Yumga is an American. She's originally from the Cam- from Cameroon in West Africa. She has a, a very powerful video. I love America too much to stay silent. She didn't stay silent, and she yelled at demonstrators. It's how we found her. And she, you have a, a remarkable depth of insight. And uh, when I asked you, you know, do you experience racism regularly? And you, 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 you don't. I know you don't. I mean, it, it's. No. This is the least racist multiracial country in world history. Yeah. Most Americans don't give a damn about people's color. Mm-hmm. Th- th- that's that's the irony. Mm-hmm. And you know uh, that, and that's why you got angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's actually why I got. I, I see more more racism or more uh, discussions about racism and, and racism subjects on TV than in real life. Be honest. God, is that ever true? That's so true. Day to day life in America, it's irrelevant. No. And I have to tell you this, um, um, then you're just putting things into perspective here. As an immigrant, usually, at least in my case, you move to this country with, with, with nothing, right? So we're clear here, you know, nothing besides your, your, your little bags. It's it's been a, America has has and I, and I can't say that in this path of success I am on, I, I, it's an it's a it's an, uh, a one person's team. No, it's been a America made me who I am as a village. Does that make sense? My like people who helped me along the way. And don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of hard work in the in the process of this. But people who hurt me were from. On races, to were black, to were white, some were Hispanic, somewhere. Even it, 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 it was a collective effort. I remember when I was taking my my master's degree, my employer is white as snow. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I, I would I would come to to, to work, and the VP she would come to me. She'd be like, "Miss Wright, you look you look exhausted," and she could tell when I had like weeks of sleepless nights because, you know, working on all the papers and the projects, Miss Wright, go home, and I would sit at your desk today. She was right. God bless you. It's it's wonderful. You're as wonderful to talk to as to watch on the the video. I really do hope we'll meet. Thank you for everything you're doing, Nestride. You're helping the country that you love. I mean, it's, it's, it's a moral obligation. That's right. That's how I feel. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the 
state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95. And you should know this, about 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 